Welcome everyone, this is the Tao Boys Podcast, episode one. This is your host, Cade Hardkey. I have my co-host here, Sam Hennessy, right next to me. Say what up, Sam. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Sam Hennessy here. Super excited to be here. Uh, very blessed for this opportunity to uh, give you guys a little look into our lives and uh, the Bradley basketball life. So, Yes, sir. And uh, before we got rolling, just wanted to say uh, a couple things about how this even came to uh, came to be. So, as some of you know, if you were at the spaghetti dinner, Bradley Basketball, we hosted a spaghetti dinner the other night at I2 Hall. And we went down there. We got our polos on, went to go meet with the fans, have a good dinner. We were being introduced. And shout out Dave Snell, voice of the Braves, Dave Snell. He... Uh, when he came time to introduce Sam and I, he said, I think I believe Batman and Robin, and then something about our podcast, which our podcast has been on the horizon for a minute. We posted some sort of like teaser video trailer about the Tell Voice podcast, and that was way back in the summer. <laughs> no, that, that was like in May, I think we started it. Yeah, so. it, was, it was a little bit ago, and... We had an idea back then, but it wasn't so clear, so that's why we, uh, we've we taken a little bit to get to this point. But Dave Snow mentioned us, mentioned our podcast, and I just felt the urge to stand up and kind of give an update as to where we were with the podcast. Sam and I actually went out. We bought a mic. Uh, it was like a little <laughs> USB mic you plug into the computer, and then we set up like a table in our locker room and set up my ipad we filmed it we recorded it and it was horrible i'm not gonna lie it was horrible (laughs) we just don't know we really don't know what we're doing or how to do it but we both really enjoy talking (laughs) so that's why this this uh this idea came up and uh so i stood up said yeah we recorded an episode didn't like it we're re-recording whatever the spaghetti dinner finishes, and we are. I'm approached by Mr. Craig Collins, who has his own show um, here at WMBD, and he was like, "Are you the guy with the podcast?" I said, "Yeah, I mean, my teammate over there." We started talking, and he came up with the idea of having us on here at the studio to record it, possibly film it, whatever, and. I don't know. It was almost like a, an answered prayer. <laughs> yeah, that was huge. I mean, we had a great time filming on our own, but like you said, it was so bad. We don't know what we're doing. I'm not a technical guy. I we tried. I couldn't even get the video that we filmed into my laptop. It took me like two hours, <laughs> and we got nothing. So this is huge. Uh, them WMBD being able to help us, this makes it a lot easier for us, and I'm sure it'll make it a lot better as well. So uh, we're really appreciative of that. Yes. Very big shout out to WMBD for letting us do this. Uh, Hopefully, you know, as the future come, who knows what what can come else from this. But uh, just wanted to say a big thank you to them. And also, before we get started, just wanted a little sort of outline of what to expect on this podcast. Um, So obviously, as you know, our two hosts, uh, me, Kate Hardkey, and my co-host, Sam Hennessy, we first thought of this idea, and then when we were thinking about where we could go with it, uh, the first thought that came to our minds were bringing on teammates, 
coaches, other Bradley athletes, uh, possible Bradley fans, boosters, like just the whole Bradley community and or Peoria community because we realize that Bradley basketball isn't just the 15 players and the coaches on the staff. It's it's the fans, it's the cheerleaders, it's the other athletes supporting us. It's our athletic director, Dr. Reynolds. Um, it's so many other people that play a part in Bradley basketball. And so we wanted to really connect with those uh, those people. We wanted to kind of bring it all as a whole, and we thought it would be a really good idea in a podcast setting. So uh, mm-hmm. without further ado, we brought our incredible roommate, our teammate, captain of our team, uh, Connor Hickman on for episode one. We just wanted to talk to him about sort of a little bit about him, a little bit about basketball and just that sort of thing. So, uh, Connor, welcome. What's going on, guys? Thank you for having me. (laughs) Of course. We, uh, at first we weren't planning on having Connor here, but he was working on a paper earlier. Sam and I were kind of stressing over what we wanted to do. (laughs) Episode one, Connor came in and was like, yo, I'll come with. So we were like, sure. Might as well come along, and here we are. He, we got him out of the paper. Although I think he's doing doing a good job in it. Not to make it sound like he's not working on it, but uh, he just found a little little pocket of time to take a break. Yeah, but, a little uh, brain break. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hick, tell us what what your major is. What are you studying? What do you want to be? Currently studying actually the same major as Sam: business management and leadership. Yes, sir. But getting an accounting minor as well. Don't ask me what I'm gonna, don't ask me what I'm gonna <laughs> oh, do with that. Man. I have no idea. I think I was in an accounting class with Hickman our freshman year, and I think I dropped it. Yeah. In like a month, that <laughs> was not for me. <laughs> he was failing, and I had an A. Yeah. No, no I was but, not failing. I was not failing. <laughs> you know Sam though, ultimate procrastinator right here. I think we've all taken that same accounting yeah. class, so. Uh, yeah. I yeah. I ended up retaking <laughs> it with you with yeah. Cade. Not, yeah, we've all taken it. Cade, what'd you learn? I learned that Sam and Hick do great work. <laughs> Debits and credits. No, That's all I, I can also, tell you. I also do not. I don't mean that. I would do my work. Having the help of them, though, that yeah. uh, before taking the class, they're two great guys. They're also both very smart, I will mm. say. Sam and Connor are very smart. They do their homework like all the time. I feel like me, I kind of lose myself when no. I get to my homework. Well, no, nah, or... you're 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 almost ultimate, smarter, bro. Yeah. Like you're the ultimate find a way person. Yeah. It's like you'll have an assignment due tomorrow, and you'll be like, "Oh, I'll just wake up in the morning and do it." <laughs> but he'll get it done. <laughs> then you and don't it'll wake be up like, in the morning to do it. You did, but it it gets done somehow. Yeah, and it's like better than me who put like <laughs> hours into the same assignment. <laughs> no, no, you guys are being too kind, mom. If you're listening, I do my homework. <laughs> But, uh, no, it's really cool that, uh, obviously, as you said, both of you are in the same major, so you both take, like, the same classes. Yeah, a lot of the same. Really, you have, like, even this semester, you have classes together Mm -hmm. and with some of our other teammates. Shout uh, out, Christian. Yeah, shout out, Christian. (laughs) Got class with him tomorrow morning. Hopefully, uh, (laughs) we get him on the podcast soon. Yeah. but yeah, it's just really cool how here at Bradley, you kind of think about it. If we were at like a bigger school, yeah, I don't know, we wouldn't, we, no. we wouldn't be having yeah. classes together like that. You know, we wouldn't be walking to class together, walking from class to practice. It's yeah. like, 
you, not not only do we see yeah. each other in class, but we see kind of the same other kids in our class. Yeah. Now we build that connection That's with kinda, students. Yeah. That's like the thing you. It's like the thing you get with a small university mm-hmm. is you get you get better connections and you know you can make those deeper connections with people because you're going to see them more often than if you're at a big university you're sitting in a lecture hall with 300 people right and you're in the top row and you can't hear anything so right and a big part of that with like traveling on road games i mean we're gone once once we get into january yeah, conference play of, we're yeah. gone at least once every week on a road trip so being able to like talk to your professors and have like a good relationship with them i know that helped that's helped me a lot uh and that's something i appreciate at bradley that you wouldn't get at like a bigger school because if you're in that big class like they're not going to know who you are oh no you got thousands of other students like but here you got a class of 15 people i mean your professors are going to know who you are and i think that's like one of the best things about bradley is how like understanding the professors are i haven't had a single problem with you know having to miss class and assignments due with with anything like no. it's, they're very understanding it's been it's been awesome so far that is incredible and uh even to think about just not only the professors being there for us in the midst of the season but also with those smaller classes comes the ability to uh get to know your other classmates a yeah. little better so now we're mm-hmm. making connections with the students in our classes, we're adding them on Snapchat. We're getting their phone numbers. They're helping us out. They're sending us notes. They're they're doing whatever they can to better yeah. our education. So it's really a, it's really just a lot of positives when it comes to to Bradley, the setting, mm-hmm. the amount of kids, the amount of attention you get, and you're not just a number. And it's more, like a community too. Yeah. Like more on that. Like we have how many sports? Like it was it 15 teams. Yeah, Some, something, like, something that. like that. A lot, right? We got a lot of teams. What's yeah. that shirt say? Fifteen teams, two hundred student athletes, one family. Whatever. Yeah, maybe. I think like might be twenty, twenty some. No, there's no way we have twenty. We teams, got dude. we got a Braves it's council member teams. Sam yeah. here. I don't know. Oh, yeah. He's on the Braves <laughs> uh, council. Yeah. It's, so. Bro, it's fifteen. Okay, I, <laughs> yeah, it's my, fifteen. All right, the point I'm making is that like at like a Big Ten school, there's thirty teams. Yeah. So like here, like you're you're getting to know the other student athletes better. So I feel like. At smaller schools, it's a closer community of student athletes than if you are at a bigger school. That's kind of the point. For sure. 100. (laughs) Shout out Coach Barks. Barks, I hope Coach Barks is not listening to this. 100. You know, right when he listens to this, we're getting a group text from him about something he thinks that's funny that's not funny. He probably will. I think they're really funny. Coach Barks is hilarious. Yeah, whatever. Little insight to Coach Barks. He's the king of dad jokes. He is. He is the king of dad jokes. Offensive mastermind, but has terrible jokes. He, he keeps it loose. He keeps us loose, though. He keeps us uh, yeah. in a in a light spirit yeah, when it comes right. to like outside. But hey, you you pray you pray when you go to practice. You don't get JUCO bars, man. Yeah, you get a flashback from the past with that. Ooh. I couldn't imagine. But uh, <laughs> to piggyback on that, transitioning to like the uh, the basketball setting, I just kind of want to hear. Uh, um. Your sort of story on getting here. Obviously, yep. you're from you're from Bloomington, Indiana. If anyone knows where Bloomington, Indiana is or what it's known for, it's really kind of like uh, yeah, the capital of high school basketball in a way. There's yeah, a lot of people a lot that, of that that indie Bloomington area right there. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of hoopers that come out of there that uh, that can hoop. So just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, I started playing basketball around, I think I was like four, and my dad immediately put me in the kindergarten league, and 
I mean, I obviously I don't remember a lot of basketball when I was four years right. old, but yeah, um, my brothers played, so I always kind of just tagged along with them, watched them at practice, you know, stuff like that. And uh, my dad played when he was younger. Um, he he might tell me he was good, but I know he wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I kind of just got into it that way, and then kind of met up playing at like a little like in town league at the at the sportsplex you know the best thing about the sportsplex was they had a subway in the they had a subway in the facility no way and my best memory is my brother so shout out garrett he was a little bit of a big boy when he was younger still a big (laughs) boy but like you know when you're younger you're a little chubby right and uh, he's he's playing his game and he's like eight or nine maybe and my mom always used to get you know just so frustrated with him because you know the game would be going and he's out there pretending to shoot stormtroopers <laughs> <laughs> and he comes over at halftime tugs on his shirt and he's like mom can i get a foot long from subway? Nah. <laughs> can i get a meatball sub from subway she's like man like the game's going on that's hilarious but yeah like they're playing at the sportsplex and um that my dad could just tell like I you know I was just a little bit better than the other kids you know I don't I don't know if it's I I credit my older brothers a lot for kind of the success I've had just for sure kind of like the the role model and then also you know beating the crap out of me when I'm right. younger I think that's important that tough love yeah. going going off that can we plug your what grade was that first grade mixtape on YouTube there's a video <laughs> oh, of Connor first grade eighth grade eighth he looks you look pretty young I don't know <laughs> grade first grade he's out here <laughs> that's like it's like fifth grade <laughs> Hick is out here in like I think it's like fifth grade bro it was <laughs> eighth grade okay eighth grade whatever he's out here like behind the back no look passes like crossing kids up it's still on youtube i think that i don't know when that started to happen for me but when i was younger i was so good at like no look passes i don't know how that came about i don't know i always used to play up i play up like two grades with my brother all the time so i'm getting like my dad had a nickname for me when i was younger it was the mop the mop because i was always on the floor because i was always getting knocked down and uh i don't know i think like I just like playing playing older people uh, or kids older than you. You know, you, the game's faster. You got to process things faster. You know, you got to find creative ways to score, pass, all that. And I remember going to the IU team camp in like fifth grade, and I got like the Dimer Award. But you know, like you go to like those team camps, a lot of kids will not play basketball. And at this point, I'm nine years old. I've been playing for five years, so right. so I'm I'm just throwing behind the bag, over the head passes, just like messing around and uh, i don't know i i mean obviously as you get to college like those passes aren't open as much because you got elite athletes but i think that's kind of helped me see the floor better was you know my ability to do it when i was younger yeah elite athletes on the green team that you face every day in practice yeah you pray you pray it's not a day where Cade's wearing green and he's he's out here yelling it's a bad day to be on scully It's a bad, it's a bad then, day to be on Scully hey, some days for those boys. Just know when you're guarding Sam, he's going to hit that little jab-jab going to the right, and somehow it works every time. Yeah. After he ball fakes three times, <laughs> he'll throw you a three-ball fake, jab-jab, and then he'll go. So technically it's a five-second call, but we don't call it when Sam's got the ball. No. Hey, but, uh, Gonar still hasn't caught on to that, so <laughs> I'm going to keep doing it. Shout out Gonar Billu. Yeah. But uh, I kind of wanted to tag along on Hickman's uh, junior basketball experience. Obviously, we had very different junior <laughs> basketball experiences. Uh, you, if anyone knows Hick, Hick's like the hardest worker in the gym. Oh, yeah. Hick's always in the gym. He's always lifting. He's always shooting. Eating right. He puts that time in. Yeah, mm-hmm. eating right. He. So he's our roommate, as I mentioned, and he. every time I walk downstairs in the kitchen, he's making like 
a steak, broccoli, and mashed potatoes, like yeah. a Dude, machine. Eat, like <laughs> rice and steak for breakfast. Like, like, he's he's a machine. Dude, he's I had like, a cream cheese bagel for breakfast, bro. No, okay, <laughs> nah, bro. But that, that's special because the other day I was making eggs, and he just got done making eggs, and I was like, hey, how many eggs are you making? He was like, five. Uh, and he like said it like just like nonchalant, like five, walked in the living room. I was like, five? I was about to stop at two, but he, he made five. I was like... Damn, I gotta make five okay. now if I wanna right. be like him. <laughs> Just a little, like, I usually eat like three, but those eggs were gonna go bad. So I ate five that day, and I ate like seven the other day. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, I didn't want them to go bad, but like, eggs are, eggs are a staple. I I would agree. Uh, well, yeah, you would. I think you make like two egg sandwiches a day now. I do. I do like my egg that sandwiches. Egg sandwiches. <laughs> if, if, if you have bagels without a without a mouse bite taken yeah. out, <laughs> rip the mice. We'll touch on that oh, in a little yeah. bit. But uh, so as you know, Hicks the hardest worker. He's so it's it's not surprising that from four years old he's been this uh, dedicated, if you will. I can remember. I can't really remember. Really playing basketball that seriously until I got older. I was more of a multi-sport sort of athlete. But I will say some of the glory days were Park District. We didn't have a subway, unfortunately, nah, in our dude. Park District. But Bloomington uh, does it right, man. We did have the colored wristbands, you know, yeah, you match yeah, up had, with whoever. Yeah, and your those. boys on the other team, because, like, you weren't allowed to be on the same team yeah. or else you guys would be, like, too stacked or whatever. Right. <laughs> so you'd be like... Yo, yo, grab the redwood. <laughs> so you, like, guard each other. And that was Park District. And then... Wait, wait, wait. Were there, like... Like, the good people wore a certain color wristband, and then, like, as people got worse, they wore a different... Like, I feel like red was the top player wristband. Is that how it works? I, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. maybe Wait, it was. Did you wear red? I would be... I would switch from, like, red to black, I feel like. Yeah, those were I'd the I'd be, like, red and yeah. black. I didn't black. I didn't really know what, what came with it, I guess, in Bloomington. See? Bloomington's even crazier with that. Dude, they, it was, they like... They associate colors it was with like red, talent. It was, like, red and orange were, like, the top. And then it would be, like... You go, like, blue, purple, like, black. Something like that. Like I don't bums. know. <laughs> no, like blue bums. was the best one where I played, I swear. Sam Hennessy wore a blue one. <laughs> I actually never had... I don't know what you guys are talking about. Wristbands? You never had that? No, I never had oh. that. Did you but play in, like, well, like, a Y League? I feel like you were no, with the YMCA I, League. I played with, like, a travel team called IBA from, like, Damn. second grade till I was... That early? Wow. Yeah, yeah, but it was, like, they would put me... I played on Tom Welch's team one year. I was in, like, oh, wow. fifth grade, and Tom Welch, who was in the Valley a couple years... Or, I guess they he's, moved up, but he's at Loyola. I was, like, on his team. There's a picture of me. I don't know why I was ever on his team. I would just get, like, bounced around from team to team, so yeah. a little less structure than the wristbands. Yeah. yeah, but, uh... Once I graduated the wristbands, I didn't even get into AAU really then. I went to this place called Upward. And oh, bro. We Upward have, we have an Upward, is like yeah. a, you went You played Upward? No, but we have one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just saying that. That would have made me feel better oh. if you played Upward. Dude, but, I played. Yeah, I played. Like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, whatever. But uh, <laughs> So I played Upward because my mom, bless her heart, my mom's the sweetest lady, and uh, she heard of this like church basketball league yeah. called Upward. And it's, like, centered around religion, Christianity, yeah. and, like, we pray before, and then that's a, that's awesome. we, like, play, something yeah. like that. So all I remember is it was me and a lot of my buddies from my uh, my grade school, St. John's. It's K through 8. So we'd all play in this upward basketball league. And uh, 
The only thing I can really remember is we'd like all the teams, all the players would stand around like all the courts, say a prayer, and then the guy in the middle would start like the uh like the the boxing whatever guy that says Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> and all these kids are like adjusting their goggles, like fixing their socks. Would that, would that get you hyped though to play? Oh yeah, I oh, was yeah. pumped because I knew the only reason I, I was pumped really to play, and this isn't really the only reason, but I'm a sucker for donuts. I love donuts. I love sweets, that yeah. sort of thing. And they would get fresh Krispy Kreme donuts mm. like every Saturday. So we'd play on Saturdays, Saturday morning. And I knew... Right after the game, my mom would have donuts waiting for me. Like, she'd go to the concession stand, get me donuts, and that's what I was playing for. I was playing for the donuts. Yeah. I wanted the donuts, but... Uh, I'm going to start bringing donuts to our practices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You going with bring, bring donuts. Coach Wardle, if you're, if you're listening, bring donuts to practice. I'll play a little harder. But, uh, <laughs> no, it, it's just funny to think back about all of our our junior basketball leagues yeah. and just like the journey we've taken from there to get to here and even the fact that Sam and I we're from like the same area and our paths never crossed That's until we stepped foot into Bradley yeah, which no. is crazy and Hickman obviously probably talking for both Sam and I that's probably never a guy that we we come across if we don't end up being on the same team. Yeah. That's a guy we never no. we never become. I actually think about that sometimes. Isn't that crazy? Like, would it, like if I went somewhere else, would I have like the same kind of relationship I have with you two with other dudes? Like, I don't know. It's it's weird that like honestly, we're both we're all six two. We all had similar backgrounds growing up. We're all at the same place right now. We have a similar sense of humor, similar interests. Like it, it's yeah, it's weird. I mean, these are these are two guys that you know. Like they're they're shoeins for your wedding. They're shoeins for yeah. trips with families. When we're twenty years down the road, I mean, it's just it's crazy to think about that because of Bradley basketball, because of the opportunity we have, our paths have crossed. Yeah. And uh, and it doesn't just go for us three talking here right now. Yeah, All of our teammates really. Uh, we have that same effect yeah, with. We have that same relationship. Can't forget our other housemate, no, Mr. Depoy Malavai Leons. Yes, yeah, sir. Defensive Player of the Year and the Valley Most Dangerous. Which, like, Malavai, the most dangerous man. If you know Malavai, oh my gosh, that, like, <laughs> I would never in a million years use the word dangerous to describe that human being. Uh, uh-uh. no, he doesn't have a single dangerous bone in his body. He is the sweetest kindest guy i've ever met he's he's like a child his personality is almost like a child like he's one of the he's super smart like and like innocent yeah very innocent but the guy is like completely harmless yeah. outside of the basketball court and i mean we see that getting to live with him every day he's just always like what's up what's up yeah. <laughs> it's like, like he you, makes your day better yeah, you run into mouth like you're sitting on the you couch smile like on you just face. had class and practice and you're sitting there you're tired you're in like a not like a bad mood, but you know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. just tired, dude. And he walks in wearing those pants that are too short. <laughs> he wears. <laughs> if you see he, Malavai, he's always wearing. Okay, how can you be a fashion major and oh have, my god, and wear what he wears? He, right? He's never not wearing like, which is great. I mean, he's always wearing like, like be yourself, something Bradley yeah. or yeah. like our our Under Armour 
like clothes that we get. I know Cade's got a funny story. I think Cade took him golfing once. What, oh what did God. he wear golfing? I took him to uh, this country club in my in my hometown, and we went to just kind of go to the driving range, hit balls, do whatever. Uh, Mally, me, my dad, and my sister. Shout and out Wade, baby. Yeah. Callie, let's go. And we were all under the impression that we were going to get dinner afterwards at the country club. And so, like, I get in the car, my dad gets in the car, Callie gets in the car, um, and we're waiting for Mal. And so Mally comes out, and he's wearing... It's not even his practice jersey. I don't even know where <laughs> he got like it. It was like from two years before he even got to Bradley. It it's was, literally I, like a practice jersey that is in a side laundry bin in our locker room. The forgotten. That, yeah, yeah, it's forgotten, literally yeah. It's like, like the, the lost forgotten. And found. Yeah. yeah, but it's, nobody, nobody, find, nobody wants anything from it. No, so. no one ever even like looks at it. Like you would, you we walk past it every day, and you wouldn't even know it's there. But uh, Mally does, and Mally <laughs> took this. That Mally explains took this his practice mismatched jersey. sock situation he's always got going. This on. is oh, true yeah. as well. Yeah. But uh, so Mally comes out in this five-year-old practice jersey, whatever, <laughs> and practice shorts. He's literally wearing like our whole practice uniform <laughs> with the travel shoes on. I'm with guessing. the travel shoes, are always no on. socks, zero socks. <laughs> I will say. So he's sockless, wearing a practice jersey and our travel shoes, and. Like, we just, we're just like, all right, whatever, Mal, it's your world. We're yeah. just living in it. So we go to this place, we start hitting the balls. And the least I thought was like, all right, you go up to a driving range, like, you just keep, you keep the shoes on, right? I feel like that's like a known rule. I, I like, if I'm going to go, I don't golf, but if I'm going to go golfing, I feel like the one thing I wear is <laughs> shoes. <laughs> and socks, bro. No yeah. socks golfing yeah. is crazy. Shoes. Have you ever wore, like, Closed shoes, like shoes with laces with no socks. It's no, like, it's like, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm saying like it's like the worst feeling ever. Oh yeah, I, I don't even really even want to try that ever. But uh, we got there, and I thought, if anything, the most like whatever you're gonna do at a driving range is you're gonna wear your shoes, yeah. right? Mally immediately, we get the bucket of balls, we get him up to a tee. <laughs> Kicks those babies off. Just like kicks them off. He doesn't even take them off. He kicks them off. He flings them off to the side. He puts on some sunglasses my dad gave him in the truck. And he like smashes them down. So like and he steps up barefoot. Goes to take a swing. Misses. And my sister just dies laughing the rest of the time. So Mally now is like having lessons with my dad. The rest of the time we're doing this. And uh my dad was trying to like get him to do this like pause thing, like you go into your yeah. backswing, pause, okay. like check everything, and then go. Mally took that to heart, and that's just how he swings now. Okay. So every time he goes into his yeah. backswing and holds it, and it's like I wish I could plug it. Maybe we'll post it on our Instagram or Twitter, just a picture of what he looks like uh, when he holds yeah. it back. Yeah, but it's literally like the the. The club is sticking straight up in the air, and his hands are so close to his face, and he goes, and it's a whiff almost every time. Not to sell Mally's golf game this bad, but I'm looking forward to taking it again. I, I, like, aspire aspire to have as much fun doing stuff like that than Mally does, like, Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think everything Mal does, he's having, like, the time of his life in the best way possible. Yeah. He never is doing something and is like bummed about it. He's like, "We're going. You're going golfing. Oh, I'm coming. You're yeah. gonna go to the grocery store. Let me come. That yeah. sounds awesome." And he won't like, even like get anything. He might get like one thing. He just like 
cool. Like, let's he's go just along for yeah, the ride. He, he's one of those people like, like, like he's an opportunistic person. He's like, oh, I get to do something. I don't have to do something. Mm-hmm. And I think that's I've actually like learned that from him. Oh yeah, being yeah. around him, like he rubs off on you in like the best possible ways. I mean, I, obviously, I'm not. I'm not gonna take fashion advice for him. Or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> necessarily eat what eat what he eats. I, I no, <laughs> some of those meals he makes. <laughs> no, definitely not. And this isn't also to sell Mally out to Coachy or anyone. But uh, Coachy's our strength coach, by the way. Great guy. Shout out Coachy, man. Yeah, yeah. we love yeah. Coachy. Oh, he's fantastic. <laughs> but Mally, just sometimes I'll just. I'll just look at him and I wish I could eat what he eats or something. Or because he eats a lot because he's he's yeah, putting he, on he weight. Eats, right? It's just like but it, this, odd things, like a whole bucket of rice. But at it's, just, one it's point. just it's just like plain like white rice. Yeah, but he'll eat all of it and like enjoy I'll, it. I, and I'll be I like, know. I'm like, now you eating just rice? Yeah, you want some? Like, <laughs> no. No, I don't want your rice. But then to speak on that, he'll eat that whole bucket of rice. Yeah. And if you didn't eat and you come down and you're like, yo, do you want to go to Panda with me? He's like, yeah, let's go to Panda. Yeah. yeah. And then he'll order something from Panda, keep it in the fridge, or eat some. My, like No. So I have a good story. He he ordered some like Italian food. It was like pasta, whatever. And it's like 9 p.m. and he's sitting on the, laying, you know, he's like laying down in the couch in that phone position, you know, he's in, yeah. you know, he's just chilling. And yeah. I'm like, oh, like, Mally, that looks good. You just get that? He's like, yeah, I just got it. So I go to the bathroom, whatever, I walk to my room. I come out at 1030. He's in that same exact position, hasn't taken a bite of the food, and it's still out. <laughs> and I was like, Mally, have you eaten any of that? He was like, oh, forgot it was there. Start eating it right away. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think he always has food with him. Because he is, like, yeah. really trying oh to put God, on weight. Way. But so he always has food with him that he just, like, forgets that he was even eating. Oh and it'll just sit. I'll never remember going to Culver's, like, our freshman year. And we're sitting down. It's, like, 8.30 or whatever. And we're sitting down getting ready to eat. And we order food. And Mally has that big green trench coat on. Oh, you know, yeah. That, that, the classic With, like, a Mally million jacket. pockets that so have, we like, sit granola down bars. And, and he just he pulls, like, a fruit cup out of his pocket, puts oh, it down. Yeah. And we're like, Mally, is that from our lunch? Like, yeah. And mind you, lunch was like eight hours ago. Then he pulls out two vegetable cups <laughs> out of the other pocket. He pulls out like two granola bars from the other pocket. He's just got like this whole meal in front of him after he just ordered food. And like, we're like, what are you doing? Nah. He eats ha- Remember, he eats like half his burger, yeah. wraps it back puts up, it in- <laughs> and puts the burger in his pocket. <laughs> That's crazy. A burger in the pocket is crazy. I've never heard of someone putting a cheeseburger in their yeah. pocket. But I mean, it doesn't go to waste. You know he's going to eat it. It might yeah. be in a couple of days. It might be in an hour. You don't know. But, yeah, man, he's he's one of a kind. We might have to submit a couple uh, a couple bills that might be approved for felonies. Burger in the pocket and no shoes at a golf range. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're racking them up. That's That's a yeah. that should be we might a have to submit something. Yeah, those aren't crimes for real. But, uh, oh, man. Uh, it's just awesome, though, living in a house. Obviously, we've been – we either live at Main Street Commons, the apartments mm-hmm. right on Main Street across from the gas station, yeah, that Shell gas those station. Those are extremely nice, too. Yeah, like, they, they are, are really, really nice. nice yeah. Or um, last year, we had four vets – or no, three, three vets that yeah. lived in a house together. Deshaun, oh, Vila, Rink, shout out you fellas. We yeah. love you. Um, so they were in a house, and we were all in Maine. Sam was my roommate – uh, Hick was with Zico. Yeah, Zico, and really they were the only ones in a house. 
so none of us really knew what it would be like in a house until mm-hmm. we saw them in a house and we saw them really enjoy it and really yeah. kind of get closer together yeah so we thought to ourselves let's get a house let's start looking at houses so that's kind of what went into us getting a house mm-hmm. and it's been it's been really cool the house has its personality has it yeah, yeah it's it, got some personality <laughs> It's a little down right now. It adds, or it, it adds character. Yeah, yeah. you know. But, you know? My, uh, I showed my dad some pictures of the house, and um, he was like, "My when my cousin she goes to IU, and he was like, your house is way nicer than the house she has. Like she's lived in two different houses, yeah. and yeah. he was like, that house is way nicer than those. So I feel like it's like really common for. Yeah, I mean, it's a college house. I think my both my parents went to Bradley, and my yeah. dad. I sent a picture of the house to my dad, and he's like. Pretty sure that's the exact same house I lived in <laughs> with like eight of my friends. Yeah. So I mean, you know what you're getting when you go into it. I mean, we've had some some uh, surprises yeah. as we've uh, lived in the house. I don't know if we want to go into some of yeah, those. I mean, we've had I, some pets. I think it's some unwarranted pets. But yeah, yeah. this is teaching us all what it's going to be like to be the. The dad in the house, yeah. the man in the household, the I, the. I don't care what you say. I'm not touching mice. <laughs> yeah, we've learned how to remove mice. Yeah, we've had a couple of mice. We've had. Uh, I I thought one time there was there was like crickets for like crickets. two weeks. We I, know what like a sewer cap is now or whatever. We got to run water to like get the smell out. Yeah. Like we're learning a lot of things that like I feel like early on house owners learn. Yeah, but. My together, role, we get to do it together, though. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? And yeah. I don't know how I've gotten stuck with it, but I feel like my role is the get rid of the mice. Yeah, yeah. Like we can catch the mice. Anyone will set the traps, but no one will touch it. <laughs> I that's your I job. got rid of it last time. I it took me like an hour just to get rid class. of it. Wasn't I, I was like Sam though. Like if Sam like sees like even like spit, he's gonna throw up. So oh, he was looking at yeah. the trap and he just started. Gagging. I was like <laughs> gagging. Oh, I couldn't even look. Mally was just laughing at me the whole time as I'm trying to get rid of this mouse. So, it's not my favorite. I thought one time Malavi or someone was playing a prank on me because it was like five in the morning, and I'm like getting drenched in water oh as God. I'm yeah. sleeping, and I'm like, "What is going on?" And I wake up, and my the ceiling above, like the roof of my room, is just leaking water on me in the middle of my bed, like right above me, perfectly. <laughs> and it was raining that day, so we had some leaks. We figured out how to uh, patch some ceiling leaks. So yeah. getting some valuable lessons. Uh, well, out shout out, shout out, John Hennessy for that, right? Yeah, yeah. He's. Uh, I mean, my dad's tried to help us out as much as he can. Mr. Hennessy's uh, I mean, a good donor. Yeah, he, no, he it's, it's a great done. way of putting it. Yeah. And yeah. he helped us out a lot. We yeah. we send him a text. We we let him know some things. Yeah. Mr. Hennessy's on it. So uh, yeah. big thank you to Mr. Hennessy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as we as we kind of look forward to this season that is seemingly right around the corner now. Yeah, wow. Uh, what is it? October nineteenth. Nineteenth. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. October 19th, we have our red-white scrimmage on Saturday. Yep, yep. And I feel like that's really, like, once that starts, then it's, like, it's kind right? of like game mode, yeah. Yeah, now we got games. Mm-hmm. And when games come, I mean, sure, it's a grind. That's when we're focused. But once games come, then it's, like, we're either traveling every two days yeah. or at least we're playing every two days, that sort of thing. And uh, I think, obviously, us being players – and we can speak just to really anyone that's been a player, you reach a certain point where you want to just start playing 
you want to be out there playing yeah. other yeah. people. We've we've come a long way from the summer to now, in my opinion. We're playing hard. We're becoming more together as a team, and the practices are competitive. Teams yeah. are competitive. Now we're ready to play. Just other teams are ready to showcase our talent, what we have inside that locker room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as we look forward to the season, I just want to uh, hear Hick what your what your goals are, what mm-hmm. what you're playing for, what sort of what you sort of want to see or expect this yeah. year. Um, obviously, just in today's college basketball world, it's hard to keep a group together, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. I thought we did a pretty good job of that. We returned a lot of guys, but, I mean, we're not the only, like, all these teams are having five, six new guys. I mean, exactly. when you do that, like, it's a bit of like a, it changes your culture a little bit in a way like especially in the beginning like you know we experienced it it's just like you're just not used to the way of doing things at Bradley right? right and and for guys who came from a program where they do it a specific way and even just from high school as well it, it can be hard to you know kind of adjust because like at Bradley like we go like we go hard here you yeah. know what I'm saying like we practices work. are intense yeah. like you're gonna Coach Wardle is gonna get the best out of you one way or another you know and then I mean that's what everyone's goal should be is you know eventually become the best version of themselves but right. I, I, I'm happy like I'm excited to see like it's starting to progress mm-hmm. right now especially because like that's kind of what the summer and fall time is about is just progressing getting better coming together as a, as a squad and um, you know I think our our new guys are starting to, you know, get it more, buy in a little bit, and eventually, you know, get them into full swing before games start. But yeah, I mean, personally, as far as my goals and what I want to see happen, um, I just want to, I want to play more consistently than I did last year. Definitely, mm-hmm. right? You know, I had um, a dip in shooting percentages. I had terrible free throw shooting. Like, uh, you got to embrace it. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, yeah. And that's what I've tried to do. Actually, like, the major turning point for me this year was a few months ago. I was walking back from the Beck, and obviously, I, I personally felt like I didn't have a very good summer, and my fall wasn't very good. I, I wasn't really hitting shots, and I felt like all out of whack. And I was walking on the sidewalk, and you know, they had like the chalk on the sidewalk. There was like a bunch of sayings. I don't know if you guys yeah. remember that. And I yeah. saw one. And it said, slow progress is better than no progress. I mm. saw that as well, and, right in between, like, Brandon And, like, Hall. dude, like, I think about it, like, every day now. Yeah. And I feel like it's it's really helped me a lot. It kind of, like, segued into me thinking, like, just trusting, like, trusting my work. Like, mm. why would I go to the gym so often? Why would I shoot so many shots if I'm not going to believe they're going to go in? Like, right. why? what's the point of putting, on all, putting in all this work if I'm not going to, you know, believe in it? Right. And you actually had a, uh, we had a talk at some point. I don't remember when, but you were like, dude, like, you're in here all the time. Like, why do you not believe in yourself, right? And that, that's something I always, like, struggle with. I don't know why. It's just the mental side of the game had always been kind of my downfall. But this year, it's just kind of like put in all this work. I love playing basketball. I love the guys I'm surrounded with. You know, it's Mally's last ride. Like, yeah. I, I want to do it. I want to do it right, you right. know, and I, I want to prove that. You know, like I belong here. I, I, I'm one of the. I can be one of the top players in the league. You know, one of the better guards. 100%. You know, in a mm-hmm. very talented league. You know, you got tremendous guards. A lot of new guys too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm really excited to see how things shake out. You know, just play, play more consistent, be more efficient, and just have more fun. Like it's, it's basketball, dude. Exactly. Right. It, 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 I'm not going to be thinking about that shot I missed 20 years down the road when I'm taking care of a kid, right? So mm-hmm. no. Just trying to let things go a little more. 
It's a good way to put it. That's uh, I didn't see that quote. Slow progress is better than no progress. It's like my favorite. Yeah, that's, I saw that's, it. One now. That's pretty yeah. incredible. I had the same mentality. Too. It's like the one percent better every day mm-hmm. kind yeah. of mentality. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. And I feel like that's uh, if you you wake up, you tell yourself, and obviously, as you just said, you've been reminding yourself that Hicks Hicks balling. Yeah, I think I'm safe to say Hicks been balling yeah, in practice. Yeah. Hicks are, he's he's primed and ready. Yeah, and as he said, he's he puts in the work. He's got the guys surrounding him. We have we have so much talent in our room, and credit to our newcomers, uh, Kyle, Trey, E, O, Al, Al, boys. Yeah. I mean, they're new, and they're all coming from all over yeah it's literally such a widespread and they're they're doing their job of trying to connect with us trying to learn our ways play as hard as we play Mm -hmm. that sort of thing and you can see it slow progress is better than no progress for sure so uh i mean we we've been in this system now this is our third year so sometimes you lose sight of the fact that you know, other people aren't used to the things yeah. that we do every single day, mm. you know, going as hard as we do every single day. But they've definitely done their part and more to, you know, buy into this program. And we've seen it since the beginning of June. And so, yeah, you know, a, through time, we're ready, man. That's a good point. Like, it's probably like our 150th time oh, yeah. doing a spread, like, pin away or whatever. Yeah. And, it's like their fourth. And yeah, yeah I, I think I get frustrated in practice sometimes, but it's like, when I first got here, I was messing up all the time too. So you know, you just can't expect them to come in right away and and just know what we're doing, what we're thinking. Right, I agree. I agree a hundred percent, and uh, it's very well said. And we just can't wait to really get going. Yeah. And this thing's gonna get going soon. Yeah. Yes, so uh, kind of in closing, we we brought up this idea. Uh, also, again, shout out to Kochi. He kind of gave us an idea of something to do with like our guests if we brought on our teammates, kind of make something fun. And so, Connor Hickman, I'm going to run you through this week's NFL games, and you're going to give me your picks. Oh, uh, Hick, being from Indiana, he's a big Colts guy. Colts obviously taking a hit with Richardson being out the rest of the year. Devastated. That is pretty tough for yeah. you Colts fans. Uh I don't know many of you, but you know, I hope maybe hey. maybe there are better days in the future, eh? Yeah, hey, Gardner Minshew is a good backup. No, I would no, agree; he is a good backup. Yeah. But uh, I'm gonna run you run you through these kind of like fast money. Okay, yeah, you gotta go give I got me. You. I got you. Give me what you think. All right. So tonight we got Jags Saints. Jags. Sunday Browns Colts. <sighs> is Deshaun Watson still out? No. Uh... I think, actually, I don't know. I can't speak. Dude, I'm going to go Colts. I, thought I, I, I got a rep home team. I'm going to go Colts. Okay, yeah. Bills, Patriots. Bills. Commanders, Giants. Commanders. Lions, Ravens. Lions. Raiders, Bears. Raiders, I'm Bears. sorry. Bears, come on, Raiders. man. Raiders. Bears. I'm sorry. Bears. You know Bears. Bears. All right, he said Raiders. Falcons, Buccaneers. Falcons, Buccaneers. I'm going to go the Bucks. Okay. Baker Mayfield, hey, man. Yeah. Steelers, Rams. Steelers, Rams. Cardinals, Seahawks. Cardinals, Seahawks. Seahawks. Packers, Broncos. Packers. Chargers, Chiefs. Oh, that's kind of a good I'm gonna game. Go, uh, where, where's it at? I don't know. 
Uh, I'm going to go Chiefs. Patty Mahomes, maybe. That's a good pick. Yeah. Safe. Dolphins, Eagles? Ooh, Dolphins. And Monday night, 49ers, Vikings. Niners. Niners. 100%. I would agree. Those All are right. good picks. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me, boys. It was a good time. Appreciate yes, it. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Thank uh, you, guys. Thank you, WMBD, again. And we look forward to seeing you guys episode two. Yes, sir. Any suggestions, feel free to hit us up. We're open to whatever. So, yep. Yep. Thank thanks, you. guys. And make sure to tune into the Craig Collins Show, three to six.